0: on this edition of the Iowa Business Report.
1: And those lives are connected to people. They're connected to people who reside in this community.
0: Members of certain communities in Iowa have a more difficult time getting started in business, but one organization is designed to help. It's one thing for your ad to go viral, but to be parodied positively on a national comedy program is next level. And in our business profile, we'll introduce you to a dairy that is looking to expand its culture. This is the Iowa Business Report for the second full weekend of May 2022. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media, which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at totallyiowa.com. Here is Jeff Stein. 24-7 Black is an organization founded in the Cedar Valley of Iowa in 2020. Black stands for Black Leadership Advancement Consortium. In short, the group seeks to build economic vitality among the black and minority populations of Iowa and help them break down barriers. Earlier this month, during Small Business Week, Wells Fargo donated $200,000 to 24-7 Black to fund a special business development competition. You can learn more at their website, 247blac.com. Spell out the words 24-7. Sharina Salas is 24-7 Black president. Philip Nash is senior commercial relationship manager for Wells Fargo in Waterloo.
1: After the murder of George Floyd and the pandemic, we noticed, when I say we, it was a bunch of community leaders. We were just sitting around talking to ourselves, talking about how black businesses were closing at a faster rate during the pandemic because they didn't have the resources or support to sustain and maintain during the pandemic. And so we had talked about this in previous years and just it kind of sat on the shelf. And we were at a perfect time where we said, we're no longer going to talk about this. So 24-7 black was created, hence after the article 24-7 Black Wall Street report mm-hmm. that came out that designated Waterloo City Falls as the worst place for black people to live.
0: A lot of businesses failed during the pandemic because they either had to shut down, people were afraid to go out, et cetera. A lot of businesses had to go through refinancing, et cetera. What was distinctive about this cohort of businesses that is different or had a more challenging time of it to lead an organization like this to be necessary?
1: So the stats and the statistics was already out there. We just used those statistics to highlight really what we already knew and felt through lived experiences in the black community black communities and businesses were receiving less of resources. So you're right. A lot of businesses were having to close. But we were already operating at a deficit prior to the pandemic. And then couple that with a pandemic. You just think about it. If you were going to run a race, right? And everybody was at the starting line, but you were behind the starting line anyway. And now they're asking you to keep running as fast as you can. But Because you're behind the starting line, then put all these barriers in place. Hmm. It made it simply impossible for you to be able to win.
0: If you're going to have a business, you need to have a skill set. You're going to need to have backing, financing. You're going to need to have relationships in the community. That would be true, I would suggest, of any business. What is the disadvantage that people of the community have that makes it an uneven playing field? Because that's sort of what I hear from you, and yes. correct me if I'm wrong, but just help us understand what are the mm-hmm. factors that someone like me may not think about.
1: We may not have the connections, right? We may not know a Phil Nash um, that sits in Wells Fargo. We may not know mm-hmm. who the mayor is. We may not have those kinds of relationships with Gross Cedar Valley that would help us be able to sustain and launch Basically, what we did is just took a 16-week program, packaged it all together to teach those applicable skill sets that you're talking about. And some of those things, people just don't know, right? They just don't know that they need to have it because they look at it as, I'm going to start a business as a hobby, but not really understanding that there are some finite skills that need to happen in order for the business to succeed. And then- If you market those skills in a way that doesn't reach or is received in the black community, then you're automatically at a deficit because you don't know the same information that's being circulated.
0: Not to be flip about it, but it's sort of, you don't know what you don't know until it's too late.
1: That is correct.
0: And again, I didn't mean to to make light of it, but, but it's simply a matter of, I'm a third generation family business owner, different businesses, but... Three different generations of my family have owned and operated businesses, so I know something growing up about it. It may not be the same for the entrepreneurs of today.
1: That is correct.
0: So, Mr. Nash, how does Wells Fargo figure into all of this? Obviously, you're a commercial lender. How did you get associated with 24-7 Black, and, and how did it lead to this presentation during Small Business Week?
2: Wells Fargo, for a long time, has invested in small business. That's just a direct result of... Banks prosper in healthy communities. That's the basics of it. And then in 2020, as a response to the pandemic, Wells Fargo opened what's called the Open for Business Fund. And it's about $420 million we've given so far out of this fund to nonprofits that support small businesses. And that's across the country. I've known Sharina, I don't even know how long, since I've been in the community. And we've been talking about ways that we can support Small business, home ownership, everything that affects the black community. And Shireen has always been proactive about coming to Wells Fargo, trying to find resources and solutions. And so when 24-7 Black started, it was one of the first conversations we had was, here's what we're doing and here's what we'd like to do and can you help? And, of course, Wells Fargo said it fits right within everything that we're trying to support and invest in.
0: So there is a new statewide business pitch competition, and that is how this is all tied What do you hope the funding from Wells Fargo will do with regard to that effort?
2: We're just going to leverage a resource that helps minoritized business owners get to the next phase. When Sharina describes the disadvantages that people face and the obstacles that they've had to overcome, we say those are strong business owners that deserve a chance to get to the next level. The business competition will reward some of these people. I, I think there's some award levels involved not only that but the resources the connections that come from it think of it like a shark tank you know you buy the resource but you also buy the the networking the connections that come behind it and that's really the focus of what we're trying to accomplish here it sounds
0: like with a single meeting with someone you can get a sense that you've pointed them in the right direction or they leave with a greater sense of confidence that is the kind of traction that you can't measure on a balance sheet but that's what must be quite gratifying for you and the others in leadership of this organization.
1: Absolutely it is. I mean, if you think about it, two years that we've launched, we've graduated 30 businesses so far. We're slated to graduate another 10 in May. So I think about the storefronts that have opened in downtown Waterloo specifically. I think we have about five or six that Mm -hmm. are in downtown that have directly came from this 16-week programming. That's proof in the pudding (laughs) itself that it works. To see entrepreneurs in the grocery store say, you know what, I didn't really know what this program was about, but I'm so glad I took a chance because now I understand my business better and I understand what I can do to help scale and grow my business. And I thank you for that. I thank you for the connections to... Wells Fargo I thank you for the connections to the other financial institutions I thank you for those investment seminars that helped me understand my credit that talk about investing thank you for the home ownership classes because I always felt like I was going to be a renter for life and now I can really see that I can purchase a home so it's not just the the black business entrepreneur and accelerator program that's a main component of it but we have other programs as well That is changing lives. And those lives are connected to people. They're connected to people who reside in this community. And when everybody in this community wins, then the the whole community benefits, I would say.
0: Sharina Salas, president of 24-7 Black. And Philip Nash, senior commercial relationship manager for Wells Fargo. We spoke in Waterloo on May 2nd. The business pitch competition is open right now. More online at 247blac.com. And again, spell out the words 247. Still to come, an Iowa company gets national recognition on TV and will profile a dairy that is poised to expand. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report.
3: The Iowa Secretary of State wants you to be a voter in the June 7th primary election. Here are some important dates to remember. If you want to vote by mail, you'll need to request your ballot by Monday, May 23rd, and return it to your county auditor by June 7th. Starting May 18th, you can vote in person at your county auditor's office, and polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Election Day. Don't forget your voter ID. For more information, visit voterready.iowa.gov.
0: Imagine a fully restored 1971 VW bus. Now imagine yourself behind the wheel.
1: Wow, movie ride, man.
0: It's the Camp Courageous 50th Anniversary Raffle, and someone will drive off in that classic VW bus. Go to CampCourageous.org to learn more about purchasing a ticket, raffle ticket information, and more at CampCourageous.org. That's really far out, dude. <coughs>
3: This is Michael Swanger, owner of Iowa History Journal. If you like cowboys and Indians, baseball, radio, World War II, and appreciate Iowa's rich soil, then our May-June issue is for you. Pick up the May-June issue of Iowa History Journal at Hy-Vee, Fairway, and now at Barnes & Noble, Target, Walgreens, and CVS Pharmacies across Iowa. Better yet, visit iowahistoryjournal.com or call 515-490-7325 to subscribe today. The
0: Iowa Business Report is presented by Advance Iowa, sponsors of a two-day workshop featuring business financial solutions that work, to be held on May 24th and 25th. More in the Upcoming Events section of AdvanceIowa.com. Wells Enterprises is the maker of Blue Bunny brand ice cream products. They're based in Lamar's in northwest Iowa. Recently, the marketing campaign for Blue Bunny has featured ads with, well, the Blue Bunny. Their campaign is called We Make Fun, and it depicts the company headquarters being run by bunnies. Saturday Night Live seized upon the campaign and turned it into a six-minute comedy sketch on the venerable national program. It came as a complete surprise to the company, which did not know about the skit until it was broadcast live across the U.S. Blue Bunny officials thought the skit was great. A spokesperson said, the ultimate goal of the campaign was to establish Blue Bunny as a brand that stands for fun, and this skit takes that to the next level. He added, at Blue Bunny, we are all about defending fun. We could not imagine a better platform to display that than Saturday Night Live. You can see the sketch for yourself on Saturday Night Live's YouTube channel. Coming up, a decade-old dairy that has found a niche. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report.
1: What do Olympic wrestling legend Dan Gable, Hollywood funny man Adam Devine, and America's Got Talent soloist Emily West all have in common? Why, it's Waterloo, of course. These are only a few of the famous, noteworthy, and praiseworthy people who hail from Waterloo, Iowa, which begs the question, why not Waterloo?
0: I'm Mayor Quentin Hart, inviting you to Waterloo. Come for a visit, stay for the great quality of
3: life.
1: Look us up at cityofwaterlooiowa.com.
3: The Iowa Secretary of State wants you to be a voter in the June 7th primary election. Here are some important dates to remember. If you want to vote by mail, you'll need to request your ballot by Monday, May 23rd, and return it to your county auditor by June 7th. Starting May 18th, you can vote in person at your county auditor's office, and polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Election Day. Don't forget your voter ID. For more information, visit voterready.iowa.gov.
4: Do me a favor, farmers of Iowa, and honk your horn if you're proud to grow soybeans. Now that I've got your attention, take advantage of the programs, information, and opportunities provided by the Iowa Soybean Association and the Soybean Checkoff. If you market 250 bushels or more of soybeans annually, a bumper crop of benefits is easily accessible. Just make the connection at IASoybeans.com and reap the benefits of belonging.
0: Support for the Iowa Business Report comes from the Iowa Business Council, a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization working to elevate Iowa's economy through leadership, research, and advocacy. Learn more and review the new competitive dashboard data by going to IowaBusinessCouncil.org. In our business profile, we'll introduce you to Country View Dairy near Hawkeye. Earlier this year, the dairy was named recipient of a Choose Iowa Marketing and Promotion Grant from the Iowa Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship. Bob Howard is with Country View Dairy.
4: Country View Dairy started actually about 10 years ago. It was in the fall of 2011. We celebrated our 10th anniversary. It started as a result of another tough economical time in our history. Around 0809, when the recession came and a lot of dairy farmers were having issues with milk prices and feed prices. And it, it was just hard for the small dairy farmer to make a go with current markets. So Dave and Carly Raps and owners of Country View Dairy decided to try to take a little more control over the market that their milk goes to and traveled around the country looking at different operations. People were doing cheese, a lot of people doing milk, some ice cream, but nobody really doing yogurt on the farm. And a little company called Chobani had just started around that same time, 2009, hard to believe it's only been that long. but uh, And so the Greek yogurt boom was starting to happen and they jumped in feet first, built a brand new plant about 50 feet away from where the cows are milked, right on the dairy farm, situated between Hawkeye and West Union in Fayette County. So yeah, I've been going... Like I said, about 10 years, started with yogurt products, traditional, and we added Greek, soft-serve frozen yogurt was next. And we had grown from just our local markets in Northeast Iowa, hooked up with some distributors, got our interstate milk shipper permit. So we were able to sell out of the state of Iowa eight years ago. And now we're selling in about seven states in the upper Midwest. But the, the pandemic did cause a wrench, throw a wrench into some of those plans. And and we've had to switch some gears on products, packaging sizes, and and have been grateful to partner on some grant programs that are out there to kind of help us increase our business and move along. It definitely has been a challenge to compete with with the big boys, even on our scale, Anderson Erickson would be considered a, a large competitor in, in Iowa for sure. In retail, you know, you've got mainly four national companies dominating. The space, say there's 40 feet in a large Hy-Vee store, they may control 30 of that 40 feet. So yeah, it has been a bit of a challenge in retail. I wish we could say you could find our yogurt in every Hy-Vee or fairway in the state. We are in a few, but we're focusing on the high quality, minimally processed, all natural recipe that we use. Also, we've partnered with lots of schools and colleges. We're in about 15 colleges and 30 public schools. All the colleges are private colleges with the exception of you and I. We do supply all of their yogurt as well. But uh, we're just focusing on the the quality, not so much quantity and the minimally processed. We're doing everything vat pasteurized in small batches, non-homogenized. So the cream's allowed to naturally rise to the top. Finding our markets that way for folks that appreciate that high quality, small batch nature of the product where we've excelled in recent years, kind of since COVID, I guess, is on our, what we call cow cup. It's a five ounce pre-packaged frozen yogurt cup. So that is a new product that schools are able to sell on their a la carte sales menu. So that means middle school and high school kids are able to purchase this as a side item besides the lunch program. And that's been pretty successful. So They can't wait for our, in the Waukee School District is one example, that's one of our biggest customers, and they told us they can run out of a lot of things on their lunch program, but but then they run out of frozen yogurt, they hear about it. Part of this grant is to help us with another couple pieces of equipment to be able to fill those orders more efficiently and be able to serve more schools throughout the state of Iowa. I guess that's kind of the new reality of our age is we can't always be sure what our markets will do in the future, but we have kind of pivoted on some other products and are working with some home delivery operations like one right in Iowa, Dan and Debbie's that deliver right to folks homes. They carry some of our yogurt and frozen yogurt on their trucks and in some other states as well and partner with another company does grab and go parfait cups that sells in in retail and lots of other location. So we do have some other options. Our eggs aren't all in one basket, so to speak, but it certainly is an important market for us. It's important for the local foods community, those of us in small dairy production to partner up together because we can help each other. And for the most part, we're not making the same products and we're looking at different markets and different customers. So yeah, we just want to want to be able to support each other and not work against each other, that sort of thing especially in a lot of cases where these small businesses are just owned by one family. It is tough when you come upon economic challenges like the pandemic and rising cost everywhere you look. So it could be two years in, it could be 10 years in, you might find yourself thinking, well, I really like to do this to grow my business, but I just simply can't afford it right now. And then you come across a grant opportunity like this that helps make it possible. Like in this case, it's a 50% 50% reimbursement grant. So we were able to say, well, we could buy, order this piece of equipment. And now we know we can order it with that help. And it sure is helping a lot of these small businesses to grow and, and survive, I guess I could say. If we have the summer coming forward. We have Hopefully, in announcement, we'll keep it generic now about the state fair, because it's not official yet, and uh, Ragbri is going to be staying overnight in our area, so we're looking forward to selling a lot of local frozen yogurt product there, and just to see what can happen in the future. Just stay tuned, I guess.
0: Bob Howard of Country View Dairy near Hawkeye, online at countryviewdairy.com. Thanks to Tim Harwood of IBR affiliate KXEL for sharing the interview with us. And that brings us to the close of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. In the meantime, you can listen to all or part of today's program by going to totallyiowa.com and clicking on the radio programs link. We're also found on all the major podcast distributors, 19 now in all. The Iowa Business Report is presented by Advance Iowa. Leading successful business, innovation, growth, and transitions. Search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook and get more at AdvanceIowa.com. We welcome your comments. Send them by email to radio at TotallyIowa.com. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a prosperous week.